You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it's Monday, everybody. Let's plate this thing on November 19th, the new Tuesday, November 20th. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you, as always, talking Detroit Lions football, your daily podcast, which you can hear right here on Megaphone.fm, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate you listening and joining us today on a Victory Monday following the Lions' one-point squeaker win over the Carolina Panthers yesterday. We'll dive into some things that I really noticed after watching some more of the tape about this football team and get ready for Thursday's game against the uh, Chicago Bears, the juggernaut Chicago Bears. Tied for the, or, or not tied, they're the second best record in the NFC at 7-3. and three. Saints are 9-1, and one, Rams are 9-1, and one, and then the Bears, out of nowhere, uh, playing good football. They won four in a row at 7-3, and they come to town, come to calling to Ford Field on Thanksgiving Day. We'll get you the injury report coming up momentarily, the carry-on Johnson effect. Also, uh, I have a little bit of a rant about people talking about tanking to get a better draft pick, which I think is outrageous, especially in the NFC and where the Lions sit in the lexicon of the NFC right now. Also, pro football focus, offensive stars from yesterday's game, the top five best offensive performers from the Lions. We'll get you those as well on this Monday edition of Locked on Lions into Tuesday, November 20th. Get ready for Thanksgiving, getting a few days off, which will be nice. And, of course, Locked on Lions on a Monday, always brought to you by our friends at MyBookie. What a game on tap for tonight. If you want to bet on that Rams and Chiefs game, two best teams in the NFL, check out MyBookie online, get in there, get a subscription going, and they'll match your uh, match your uh, deposit dollar for dollar at MyBookie. All right, let's start off with um, injuries and where the Lions sit right now in terms of the injury report today. Now, the team did not practice today. They're getting today off. Uh, Matt Patricia did speak to the media and said a bunch of nothing per usual. Um, but as far as injuries go and where the Lions are right now, they had to designate because they have a game coming up uh, in just three days. Uh, the Lions did have to designate um, people on their injury report, even though the Lions did not did not practice today. So on the injury report, Marvin Jones labeled out, Carrion Johnson labeled out, uh, no practice. Michael Roberts, Ashawn Robinson moved up to limited um, again, you know, the, the, the thing is, I guess Marvin Jones says he's doing solid and doing better, but those are two major injuries that you don't figure the Lions uh, need right now going into Thursday's game. If they don't have Marvin Jones and they don't have Carrion Johnson, both designated no practice today, uh, you got to figure that it's going to be tough sledding for the Lions against the Bears to move the football at all against the Chicago team that sacked Matthew Stafford six times just two weeks ago. And it's a Bears defense right now that's just cruising. Did anybody see Khalil Mack last night with one hand, one arm, his left arm, throw Riley Reef, a 300-pound man, to the ground to try to get it to Kirk Cousins? Just incredible. And the Bears have only given up less than 200 points this year, 195. They've won four in a row. Um, and it's going to be a tough game on Thursday especially if you don't have on Johnson and Marvin Jones. Now, I know the Lions offense did enough to get the win yesterday and put up 20 points. Uh, Matthew Stafford was okay. The run game was really good in the first half with on with the 87 yards before the injury. Um, and now you're concerned about 
taken away. You could argue that Thursday's game, the Lions will be without, at least from the start of the year, their three best weapons. Golden Tate, Marvin Jones, and on Johnson. And reports today have come out about on Johnson's knee injury, that it is just a sprain. We told you this uh, uh, yesterday that uh, you know the Lions were awaiting some MRI results and everything else. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeting out this afternoon, I guess, if you want to say good news for the Lions, and it absolutely is, in regards to uh, you know Carrion Johnson, sprain knee doesn't need surgery, according to Schefter, and will be week to week. So results of x-rays, MRIs, whatever the Lions do, uh, came back negative, which is good. But you have to figure there's no way Carrion Johnson's going to be able to play in just three days. On Thursday, which then leaves the the load, if you want, uh, you know, at running back to Legarrette Blunt and Zach Zenner. Will the Lions uh, sign another running back? Uh, we'll have to see. Theo Riddick also would be in that mix to carry the football, which he's done in the past, um, but that's not his strong suit. You just have to be concerned for this football team uh, trying to run the football without on Johnson. He's special, man. Oh man, is he good? And I love the way he he, he was running. Sideline to sideline yesterday. Uh, he's been banged up the last couple of weeks. If this is a long-term injury, that's just a devastating blow to an offense that needs him. And quite honestly, I read Dave Burkett today kind of referencing that, well, Matthew Stafford's got to carry the load now, um, that you know, carry-on would be out. Uh, Matthew Stafford's always had to do that. And Matthew Stafford making $27 million a year should do that. Find a way, Matthew, to win this game Thursday. Here's the thing, though. Last year... You asked Matthew Stafford to find a way to beat the first-place Minnesota Vikings on Thanksgiving, and it ended your season when you lost. This is the same scenario this year. And if you recall last year on Thanksgiving, Stafford missed a lot of throws. He did not have one of his better games last year against the Vikings. Case Keenum outplayed him. The Vikings won that game and basically wrapped up the division that day. So... The Bears are kind of in that same situation now. Again, Minnesota's in second place at 5-4-1, and one, Green Bay at 4-5-1, and one, then the Lions at 4-6. and six. But I'll disagree with anybody. And, and, I, and I know what I said last week. I said two weeks ago when they traded Golden Tate that the season was over. And I understand that the Football Outsiders folks online have the Lions at 1.6% to make the playoffs. But you still play to win. You still play to win. And, you know, in a couple of minutes, I kind of want to dissect what the NFC looks like um, because the Lions aren't out of it yet. The NFC is a trash fire at the moment. I look at the NFC right now and I see hmm, four good teams and the Lions beat one of those teams yesterday in the Carolina Panthers. And you're going to go back maybe at the end of the year and you're going to look at that Seattle loss who are, and the Seahawks sit at 5-5 five and five, and you're going to say that was the one. You may end up doing that. But as far as what the National Football Conference looks like right now, doesn't do much for me. Saints at 9-1, and one, Rams at 9-1, and one, Bears at 7-3, and three, and I like Carolina. Don't tell me Washington's a legit uh, contender at 6-4. and four. Don't tell me Dallas at 5-5. Five and five. That's another 5-5 five and five team that the Lions have lost to. I want to get into that momentarily uh, right here on Locked on Lions. But, again, I want to give love to Kenny Galladay, to Carrion Johnson, and to the Lions for their performance yesterday. Wasn't the greatest performance of all time. 
Didn't have the greatest of days, including Darius Slay, who I kind of got on yesterday. But the more I think about it, Slay probably saved the game by running down DJ Moore on what looked to appear to be uh, you know, a long touchdown pass. And it led to a Graham Gano field goal that he missed. Um, some of those guys, the special talents that the Lions have, and they don't have a lot, but the guys like Galladay and Slay and Carrion, uh, those are the guys that are going to carry this team the rest of the way if they're going to make any kind of run and getting back uh, into this thing. Uh, I don't have a lot of faith that it's going to happen, but I'm not here to tell you that this team should tank and that it was a meaningless loss yesterday. That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And it's the usual fare. It's the usual culprits that are putting that stuff out there in the newspaper. It is such a shame because we are the best sports city in America. I'll put Detroit up against anybody. Anybody. And our media coverage here uh, and some of the columnists and, so, and some of the things that we have here is just so subpar. How do we not have a television show or a local TV show daily like they do in Chicago, like they do in New York, like they do in Philly, that, that you guys can sit down and watch? You know, it, it make, it, It's so embarrassing that there's so many things that we don't have here. It's the same routine over and over again. I don't need to hear about 20 years of nutter butters. It's the same routine over and over again. Hey, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for betting advice. Talking to some guys today. Hey, who do you like in tonight's game? Chiefs, Rams. Chiefs like a three-point or a Rams three-point favorite at home. Hey, I only tell them one thing. It's my bookie. I don't know who's going to win, but if you want to gamble, you go to my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet. With my bookie, trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years. They've got great online reviews, and their mobile site is easy to use. All right, so my bookie, it's simple. You join my bookie and you get on there. All right, they'll match your deposit dollar for dollar, meaning you put down a hundred bucks, they'll give you a hundred bucks. Just use the promo code Locked On, L O C K E D O N, Locked On to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN when you create your account. You can claim up to $1,000 in free play. Now, if you're willing to hold out until after 7 o'clock Eastern time, you can get an extra $25 in free play by using the promo code LOCKDOWN25. It's simple, but it's up to you guys. I'd wait till after dinner. Take that extra money. It's MyBookie. Check them out tonight. Bet on the game. Utilize MyBookie. And if you win, they pay at MyBookie. All right, so we're going to get to the pro football focus uh, rankings and how the Lions did in terms of their offensive players um, in a second and go over that from uh, yesterday's game. I I want to take a closer look, though, at the NFC standings and disagree with anybody that thinks that the Lions are screwing up uh, by not tanking and missing out on on some surefire draft pick. If you look at, at the Detroit Lions and the big picture this season, it has not been a good year. All right, the Lions are not a good football team. All right, they've got some talent and they're in the mix still. They're not dead yet. But it was one week ago that we we're looking at this team and laughing and saying blow it up and talking about next season already at 3 and 6. But you look around the league, especially the NFC, and you see some teams that are in big big trouble that are below the Lions. The Niners, Arizona, both 2 and 8. Tampa Bay at 3 and 7. They're a mess. Atlanta at 4-6, and six, one of the single worst defenses I've seen in a long time. Atlanta's given up 276 points this year. 
Only worse is Tampa Bay in the NFL. Giants, terrible, 3-7. and seven. Eagles look like they're done. All the yapping that the Philadelphia Eagles did after winning the Super Bowl and the trash talking. Never seen a team win a Super Bowl. And look, Super Bowl, you can flap your gums a little bit. But my goodness, uh, just, you know, just horrible. But the um, Eagles are sitting at four and six. So the Lions have a very, 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 very outside shot, all right, to make any kind of move in the NFC. But the window has not closed yet. You have to figure the Rams, the Saints, and the Bears are going to win their divisions. Right? I mean, that's got to what you figure. Then you look at the NFC East, and it'll either be uh, the Redskins at 6-4 and four, or the Cowboys, who sit at 5-5 five and five right now. Maybe just maybe there's a chance that that takes place at Dallas now that the Redskins have lost uh, Alex Smith, their quarterback for the season. There's a chance Dallas overtakes them. Dallas doesn't do much for me, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not all that impressed with what the Cowboys bring you, but Dallas has won a couple of games back-to-back here that have been pretty good wins. And the Cowboys find themselves at 5-5 five and five and in the mix in the NFC. They went to Atlanta yesterday and won, and of course knocked off Philadelphia the week before. But after that, what scares you about the NFC? We're going to see the L.A. Rams in a couple of weeks here at Ford Field. The Chicago Bears are coming to town this weekend or this week for the Thursday game. So here's a chance for the Lions. And yes, I'm drumming up business. I get it. But here's a chance for the Detroit Lions the next two weeks to somehow pull us off, utilize their home field, put it all together, upend the Bears on Thursday on Thanksgiving Day, which I'm not ruling out. And then get the Rams in town. And I, I just, I can't see it. I can't see the Ram, the Lions being the Rams. But let's just say the Lions play like a perfect game. It's the NFL. Then they sit at six and six. Carolina, they just beat six and four as the first wild card team, and the second wild card team right now is Dallas at five and five, or Seattle at five and five whom the Lions lost to both, and I understand those were bad losses, probably end up costing them. But there's a lot of football left. The Lions have six games to go. They would need a lot of help. But to sit here and say that this team should be tanking, that they won a meaningless game, they should stop trying, is preposterous. When you're in the predicament that you're in, in a, in a bad NFC, when you're in a situation that you're in, not a predicament, a situation, this thing's wide ass open. Are you really scared of the five four and one Minnesota Vikings? I guess they're ahead of Dallas and Seattle. Minnesota's five four and one. Anybody watch Kirk Cousins last night? He can't win a big game. Oh, but I know Matthew Stafford can't either. Green Bay at four five and one is a mess, and they got Mike Daniels hurt and others that are going to be out for a little while. Jimmy Graham's going to try to play with a broken thumb. And the Lions have the Packers later in the year, albeit at Lambeau Field. So I'm not telling you they're going on a playoff run, but I'm telling you, don't listen to some of these people telling you to tank for a draft pick. I think that's absurd. 
Bob Quinn hasn't done a good enough job in, in three years in putting enough talent on the field. The Lions are in last place today on November 19th. So all of a sudden you guys want to say, well, we should just tank and let Bob Quinn do all this drafting? He's the guy that has helped put you in this predicament at 4-6. and six. And as I mentioned yesterday, he's not going anywhere. As Rod Wood told CBS Detroit TV, he's got a great general manager, and they've got a great coach in Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. So Rod Wood and the Fords, they're not getting rid of anybody. The house will not be cleaned if the Lions somehow lost uh, their last six games and went 4-12. and No one's going anywhere. But for now, even though I don't think the season's... I, I still will stick by my story that the season's over. In my opinion, it's going to be too difficult to come back from this. Plus, you threw the baby out with the bathwater by trading Golden Tate. But you still play. You still play the games. You got two in a row at home. Then you go to Arizona. You go to Buffalo. Those teams are terrible. So, yes, they got to play the Rams. And I understand they got to play Green Bay and, 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 and everything else. In Minnesota, at home, which will not be easy. But it's not without the realm of possibility that this team should still be playing and playing hard. It's the NFL. There's a couple of really good teams at the top, no doubt. We're going to watch one of them tonight with the Rams and Chiefs. But if the Lions were to somehow sneak in and get a wild card, and be the sixth seed and play the three-seeded Bears on the road? Are you sitting here going, oh my gosh, the Bears are going to destroy the Lions? It's the Bears. It's Trubisky. Yes, the Lions made him look like Joe Montana a couple of weeks ago. But let's pump the brakes on already calling him the 1985 Bears. They're good. But have they been tested? Last night was their first test and they passed it. I'll give them that win over the Vikings. Look at the rest of their wins so far this year. Your thoughts on this at Dairy Speaks on Twitter. Always, always appreciate your thoughts in the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page as well. Uh, you can find us there online. Want to remind you the Lockdown Podcast Network is doing unprecedented things on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, follow Locked On NFL Net. That's at Locked On NFL Net. And you get all the Locked On Podcast Network local hosts covering their NFL team on one feed. All right, it's amazing during games, breaking news, and to get the local perspective. On Instagram, Locked On NFL Net is giving you the biggest stories in just one minute on your Instagram stories and longer cuts on the biggest stories in the feeds. Make sure you follow Locked On NFL Net on both Twitter and Instagram. Matt Derry back with you. It is Locked On Lions for a Monday, November 19th and a Tuesday, November 20th. Kenny Galladay. No, Rondé Barber, not Kenny Galladay. Uh, Galladay. What was that yesterday? Kept calling him Galladay. It's Galladay. Kenny Galladay was your pro football focus leader in terms of statistics for the Lions yesterday, recording an 88.4. 100-yard day for Galladay. Eight catches and a touchdown. And what I love the most about it, was that Matthew Stafford targeted him 14 times. That's going to need to continue if this football team's going to do anything from here on out. But Kenny Galladay of the top five uh, Lions was number one at 88.4, according to our friends at Pro Football Focus. Number two, not a surprise, on Johnson. 
even before the injury, a minimum of 15 snaps, an 82.6. Number three will surprise you a little bit, and that's wide receiver Bruce Ellington. X of the Bucks and Texans, Lions signed him off the street with all the injuries that they've had at wide receiver and with Golden Tate being gone and Marvin Jones out. Ellington had a pretty good day and finished with a 72.1 grade, good for third best on the Lions offense. Tackle Rick Wagner was not Rick Flagner on Sunday, but he was at a 67.8, fourth best on the Lions. And if you look at a minimum of 15 snaps, tight end Levine Toy Lolo was at a 66.3 <laughs> as the Lions' fifth best offensive player on Sunday in their 20 to 19 win over the Carolina Panthers. If I would have told you at the start of the year that the Lions were going to beat Carolina and two of their top five players in terms of pro football focuses, player rankings, would be Bruce Ellington and Levine Toy Lolo, you would have started laughing at me. That's the NFL for you. So (laughs) I guess I've got to give Bob Quinn some love for signing Ellington and keeping Toy Lolo on the roster. More of that has to stay the same for uh, for Thursday on Thanksgiving against the Bears, and that will not be an easy task, certainly, against a red-hot Chicago team that yesterday or last night on Sunday Night Football, this will be a very short week for the, for the Bears, playing a Sunday night game, all right, then having to travel Wednesday to Detroit to face the Lions on Thanksgiving. So Lions will have a little bit of a, an edge there, but the question remains, on Johnson, Marvin Jones, Ashawn Robinson, will those guys be available? Certainly for Thursday afternoon's game against Chicago. We'll talk to Lauren Cox and do the Lockdown Podcast crossover on Wednesday. That'll do it for this Monday edition of the Lockdown Lions. In a Tuesday, one other note, a couple of reports out that the Lions may be looking at C.J. Anderson, the 27-year-old running back, ex of the Denver Broncos, as a possibility to spell on Johnson if, in fact, uh, they want to add another running back. Lions do a lot of transactions. Keep that name out there. C.J. Anderson, of course, had some pretty good years with Denver. But now as we're getting into late November, you're really talking about picking up the scraps uh, when you're signing players that haven't that are still available uh, this late into the season. All right, that'll do it. Thanks to our friends at MyBookie. We'll be back again tomorrow right here on Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. See you, everybody. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.